wandering journo at Stories That Matter Studios. I'm Nance Haxton, and this is The Streets of Your Town. The podcast that takes you on an audio journey highlighting a different slice of Australian life each episode. Buckle up to meet a great array of ordinary, everyday, incredible Australians. This podcast is brought to you by DM Podcasts, part of Diamantina Media, with more than 25 million downloads for a range of shows such as The Batuta Advocate and Chat 10 Looks 3. Streets of Your Town podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians on whose land this story was gathered. I acknowledge that for tens of thousands of years, our First Nations people have walked this country and shared stories on this great land down under, and I walk in their footsteps today. I pay my respect to their elders, past, present and emerging. Nearly two decades on from her meteoric rise to fame with her surprise Australian Idol win at just 16 years of age, Casey Donovan is enjoying a renaissance in her musical career. She's on a national tour around Australia, starring as Judy Burnley in the musical production of 9 to 5, attracting many accolades with spontaneous standing ovations after her showstopper solo, Get Out and Stay Out. And she won't stay still once that tour's done, going back on the road in September with a series of live and intimate shows in her solo tour dubbed Blues Day, featuring her favourite bluesy tracks. On Streets of Your Town, Casey tells us how thrilled she is to be back on stage after the pandemic years and how she can feel the excited energy from the audience from being together again as well. What I love about making audio stories like this is you can hear the joy and the energy in their voice. I defy anyone to hear Casey's giggle and not get a smile on their face. Hello, is that Casey? Yes, it is. Casey, it's Nance Haxton here. How's it going? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for making some time for me today. No, your hectic schedule, really appreciate yeah. it. Busy, busy. So I've watched your little Instagram post from Mamma Mia and I have to say I am hyped. Casey, was that fun to um, to put together, that little bit of a, a slice of yeah, life of, of the show? Yeah, <laughs> It's always nice to give people an insight into what actually goes on, even if it is in a two-minute, 30-second little clip. But, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an exciting show and it's exciting to get ready for. And, yeah, it's not too stressful, uh, the preparation time. So, um, no, it's, it's great. So coming up to Brisbane after the Sydney season, it must just be... I imagine so many mixed emotions, such an incredible relief after COVID and the disruptions there as well. The uh, the dreaded word, we dare not mention its name, but we, we can't sort of <laughs> avoid it in a way. Can you give us a picture of that? Roller coaster ride and where you are now? Yeah, look, I mean, after two and a half years of being shut down, it's been amazing to get back up on stage again and I can... We can all feel it on stage with the audiences that are coming in. They're just, you know, they're hungry for it, and and they're they're hungry for entertainment and laughs and joy and things that stop normality for a minute and take you into the world of musical theatre. And it's just such a joy being on stage, and everyone's excited to be back at work. And you know, we're all still rat testing and masking up and doing all the things we need to do so that we can still get on stage and perform night after night. Well, and that was a great thing to notice in your Instagram post too. It's not just the fun stuff and getting the the beautiful wigs on and your costumes. (laughs) It's like, okay, this is the up 
the nose and let's get that over with and then, okay, yep. let's keep going. <clears throat> so it's quite a big tour, which is great. It is a big tour, which is absolutely amazing. So we do Brizzy next, then Melbourne, then down to Adelaide to finish off the tour. And, oh, yeah, I'm very excited to be getting up to Brizzy. It's always such a fun city to be in, especially when you're in a musical. I mean, I love walking down by the river and just embracing all of that beautiful humidity that you guys seem to have up there. <laughs> and and there is still some. They say May is winter, but, uh, yeah, it's still hanging on for the moment, Casey. It'll be there. Um, but, no, it sounds like there's some mutual relief that you can kind of sense with the audience as well. To, it's not just the performers who are getting a buzz. It's the audience just so happy to be there. Mm. Yeah, it's so good. It actually takes me back, I have to say, embarrassingly perhaps, but I remember seeing you in the Sapphires in Adelaide when I lived in Adelaide. Oh, wow. Yes, that must be, goodness, 15 or so years ago, and just going, who is this girl? She <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> so I'm thrilled that you're back in your, your musical chops. Are you oh, sort of you. You enjoying that aspect of things as well? Because as, I see you've got a tour later in the year for your own uh, pop performances, but yeah, I do. Are they different styles? What do you bring to each? I suppose. Yeah, they're certainly different. I mean, the one thing I love about musical theatre is I get to play a character, and getting to play a character like Judy Burnley is pretty amazing because she's such a great character to embody each night. Um, so I guess that's the the massive difference between playing a character and being myself uh, with the Blues Day Tuesday tour, which is uh, coming to Brizzy, which is so amazing. Um, I'm so excited for that. But um, And Princess yeah, Theatre, it's a beautiful it little is. venue. I'm mm. so excited. Um, I haven't done a Brizzy gig in so many years, my own personally, so I'm very excited to, to bring Blues Day to you guys up there. But, um, yeah, you know, the Blues Day show, it's, it's just me in my rawest form talking absolute nonsense most of the time, but singing absolutely beautiful songs and songs that, you know, mean things to me. So, um, no, it's great to be able to to bring Blues Day and also get to do 9 to 5 in a very quick, hot minute. It sounds like uh, both of them sort of bring your vulnerabilities to the stage in different ways. I mean, I think some of the reviews I've read have been sort of that bit of surprise that you've taken on this, in some ways, a bit of a matronly role, Casey. So has it been a, you know, a fun challenge to, because... To, to take on and make such a success because I've also read about some standing ovations after your song. Yeah. People are just so thrilled. Mm. Yeah, look, it, it's great to play a character like Judy Burnley and play that vulnerability and the the beautiful character that she is with all of her beautiful little quirks and funny one-liners and her wit because I have usually played the villain or, you know, the very staunch, confident when she walks things are happening but um no it's nice to play the innocence for once and be able to yeah just kind of stand there quite vulnerably as Judy Burnley so that's great and and fun with the uh, the cast as well are there any inside little stories that you can share with us about um... oh look <laughs> It is such a great casted show. I mean, I get to work with Caroline O'Connor, Marina Pryor, mm. Eddie Perfect, Erin Clare, and the ensemble are absolutely amazing. They, you know, they are the backbone of this show and they just, they work tirelessly, you know, as well as everyone else. But I just, I want to give those guys a special mention because they really do work hard day in, day out and make our jobs coming into work so pleasant and so joyful and it's just it's such a killer cast and such a great show to perform night after night I don't think anyone comes into work and goes oh we don't want to be here we certainly come in because it's a fun witty quick show and it's just 
it's such a joy to be a part of. Even on your double show day, like in your Instagram oh, post. You know, we push through those double show days, but, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's great to be able to catch up with everyone uh, when we're between shows and go for walks and just, yeah, really enjoy each other's company. So, um, you know, although we do work five shows a week, a weekend, should I say, you know, we all get in there and, and get the job done and, and have fun doing it, which is the key to this life. Well, as you say, I mean, the beautiful ensemble, I mean, that is that is the key to all great musicals, isn't it? It's the texture and the, the amazing uh, choreography and, and everything. So it sounds like there's a bit of spectacle there. It's full on and everyone just pulls their weight and does such an amazing job. So it's, yeah, and it's just so nice to be back in the theatre. And I hear Marina Pryor gets to really uh, use her acting chops, not, uh, which mm-hmm. sometimes is overlooked in the musicals. Her, her comic timing comes to the, the fore. It sure does, and she is such a funny, amazingly talented actor. She, her timing is impeccable. Her, just her presence on stage, and also playing Violet Newstead is just she's a magic to watch, as well as the other cast. But she just she's so quick on stage. It's yeah, it's nice, and just her newness and and honest truth that she brings to that character is really really beautiful. And I really suppose I have to ask, but have you got to meet Dolly? During this process? No, I haven't. I haven't got to meet Dolly. Um, Look, you know, we're still very hopeful that maybe one day she'll just come over and surprise us. But um, no, we haven't met Dolly. And we've had a a text message uh, when we opened up in Sydney um, just saying how proud she was. And that's cool. Heard only great things about the show and the cast. So that's a really beautiful reminder that. Yeah, you and, know, this show is bigger than what we do. And I and I know, and it's more on that point, I sort of noticed that there's a lovely collaboration with her imagination library as well yeah, with really. bringing more books to children in Australia. I didn't realise that had come to Australia as well. I'd heard of it sort of in America where she is obviously, but... Yeah, mm. so it's been in Australia for a few years now. I'm not too sure of how many years, but our first dress run up in Sydney was dedicated to all ticket sales going to the Imagination Library, which is Dolly's foundation for kids to, to read and get books to the underprivileged uh, children. And I think that's imperative. Storytelling is one of the most magical things as a human and as a child you can have. Um, so I'm, you know... So glad that I get to be a show that be a part of a show that um, raises money for that. And congratulations, Casey. Can I say it's been amazing just seeing your career progress. Do you sometimes look back and you're just amazed at I don't know the ups and downs of, of it all, really? Let alone <laughs> post COVID. I mean, it must. But but honestly, this is a tough industry. And back to 2004 and Australian Idol, and you've powered on since then. Yeah, look, I mean, I don't stop too much because I think once you stop, you kind of go, oh, wow. But um, I have done and been able to do some amazing things and work with some amazing directors and actors and musicians and collaborate with so many beautiful, beautiful people. And, you know, throughout my career, I've just, I've continued to learn and continued to educate myself and watch and ask, ask questions, which I think is the most important thing in this industry because, yeah. I think that's just the way that you keep opening doors and, yeah, always remembering to be kind to people. So there's hope for the performing arts after that awful lull that we've all had to endure. Are you enjoying seeing it coming back with a new Avengers? I certainly am. And, you know, hope will always be one of my, my top things that I carry on through life because without hope, who are we? 
we struggled there for a minute and I feel like the arts community is coming back stronger and better than ever. Um, I think it's given everyone, not only just the arts, but the whole entire world, a moment to stop, reflect and see what we can do better moving forward and also having time for our family and friends and knowing that work isn't the be end and end all of, of everything. So it's nice to, you know, stop and be mindful and just really, yeah, enjoy life and enjoy working again. It's, it's great. And as you mentioned before, storytelling, it's just so central to it. And perhaps that's what we all miss to some degree too, is that moment of being able to reflect even in something like nine to five that is set in the 1980s, but goodness, there's a lot of themes that are pretty similar to what we're going through now still. It's not like we've come all that far in some way. No, it's a very, very, very slow process. And, you know, we as women, we need to stand up and be louder and, and prouder than we've ever been before and have our voices heard. So I think this musical is, you know, still to this day, very relevant to things that we're going through and you know nine to five just does it in a very witty funny way and you know most of our crowds absolutely love the show and they laugh and understand all the jokes because most of these women were in those moments where you know you could only be a secretary and you couldn't go further up the food chain because you just weren't allowed so, um, you know, we have come a long way, but we still have a long way to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy and proud to be part of a show that just uplifts and empowers more women to just stand in their power. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us on this, Casey. And just to wind up sort of on that note, I noticed that you actually gave a, a, a bit of a keynote address at uh, International Women's Day earlier in the year. And I was just going to ask if there were any perspectives that you might be able to share from that. It sounds like you, you're you a bit of a feminist at heart, which is encouraging. <laughs> Look, you know, I just, I stand for what's right. And, you know, I mean, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. And I just feel like, there are things worth fighting for in this world and, and being a part of a movement and especially for women to, to stand up and, and stop domestic violence and just, you know, there's so many things out there in the world and, you know, I can't wear all the hats and nor can too many other people, but, you know, with what we can do with our platform that we have is educate people and show people that, you know, vulnerability is okay. And I guess the one thing I took away from that keynote was just, yeah, standing in your power and, and knowing your worth and striving to be the best person that you can be. Not that anyone else wants you to be, because at the end of the day, we have to live with our, ourselves. And um, yeah, and just empowering other women. And just, I feel like there just needs to be more kindness in the world and more understanding. And, and everyone's so quick to rush in and give their opinion. But, you know, not many people are there to listen. So I feel like, yeah, the more listening we can do, it'll just be a much better world. Oh, Casey, what a beautiful way to finish. Thank you so much for your time today. And I hope you have a great time in Brizzy. If we don't catch you at 9 to 5, we've got a second chance at Princess Theatre in September. So that will be fantastic. I'm excited to get to Brizzy. I cannot wait. (laughs) Thank you, Casey. Amazing. Thank you so much. All the best. See ya. Yeah, cheers. See you soon. Bye. That was renowned Indigenous performer Casey Donovan speaking to me before going on stage for her starring role in the musical 9 to 5. Streets of Your Town is produced by Nance Haxton, aka The Wandering Journo, with production assistance from Michael Adams. 
That's it for this episode. I'm Nance Haxton. If you'd like to meet more everyday, incredible Australians, subscribe and listen to the back catalogue of Streets of Your Town, including Series 2, The Journo Project, on Apple Music, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, please review and rate Streets of Your Town on your podcast provider, share the show with your mates or join my wandering Journo tribe of supporters at the Streets of Your Town website site soyt.substack.com